welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friend. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com, and I'm so glad to be with you today. Today's podcast is one of my more practical episodes that I I like to do on occasion. And since this was the start of the year, I was really pondering through what systems and tools and routines that help me in managing my days. And I always do a bit of tweaking and changing things, like just asking myself things like, what's working for me? What isn't working for me? So I wanted to share with you some things that are helping me to manage my days these are systems and apps and routines that I've really appreciated having available to me and in place in my day-to-day life. And always, always, my friend, this isn't meant for you to copy because we are all in different seasons. We function, we do things differently. But I personally, I really like hearing how other people get things done. I love examples, what tools they use. I, I just love hearing ideas from other people. So I'm hoping that this will be a benefit to you. I'm also grateful to put together an episode like this one because really, I benefit the most from it. it. It gets me thinking things through. It makes me look a bit deeper at my days and my systems and how I'm managing my time. So that's what this is today. Basically, it's a walk through various tools and systems that help me in getting things done. It's practical. I hope to encourage you to, if nothing else today, to just take a look at how your days are going and maybe just ask yourself some simple questions, things like what's working and what's not working? Where do I find myself wasting time? Where can I make better use of my time? Or can I simplify my days or or various tasks? Or is there a way to automate them? There's going to be lots of links mentioned, and I'm going to put them all in the show notes at the blog at thankfulhomemaker.com. Another quick note, if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd so love if you could just take just a couple minutes and leave one of those lovely five-star ratings and reviews wherever you listen in. And I did mention this in my last episode in our last Sermon on the Mount series at the start of this year, but don't forget to check out the G3 National Conference if you're interested in attending. It's Again, It's I'm going to go over this quick, but this is important because pricing goes up in February, so I wanted to get this in there. But It's on the Sovereignty of God. It's September 21st to 23rd of 2023 in Atlanta. Family-friendly, kiddos under 10 are free. Speakers are like Steve Lawson, Paul Washer, Vodi Bakum, Virgil Walker, many more. I'm going to be there with my husband and my daughter and her kiddos. And again, pricing goes up in February, so get your tickets early. And if you use the code G3TH, you get 30% off your registration. Again, that was G3TH. The website is g3min.org. It's g3min.org. And again, I'll link all that in the show notes. You don't have to remember it. Okay, so let's get to today's episode. I titled it, I'm not a very creative title person, but I titled it 10 Things That Are Helping Me to Manage My Days. So number one, is my morning routine. And I know this is not, don't don't skip the podcast. Like, don't go forward. Just give me a minute here. I know this is not going to surprise any of you regular listeners out there. I really, really do love my morning routine. 
I love mornings. And I shared before that I wasn't always a morning person. I, I didn't always have a morning routine, but as marriage and motherhood came about, I realized, and really as Jesus came about, I realized I needed to make the most of my mornings because the day got ahead of me and it would be noon and I didn't seem to be getting much accomplished and I might've even still been in my pajamas. So my morning routine now, it's, it's pretty simple. I do the same things each morning. They may get tweaked a bit in in various seasons, um, but for the most part, it's the same things. There are, but I want you to know here, there are mornings that don't always go so smoothly, and I've learned that that's just fine, and I can get back on track the next day. So right now, though, I'm just going to give you a peek into my morning routine. It consists of, I wake up between 5.30 and 6. I used to get up a lot earlier, but I really don't need to in the season of life I'm in. I'm not getting kids out the door. I don't have a work commute. If I do wake up earlier on my own, that works out great. But I really don't need to be up earlier than 6 a.m. on most days. So my day starts by going over my calendar and my to-do list first because it just frees my mind before I spend time with the Lord. And then I take that little to-do list card that I that I fill out in, in first thing, and I keep it handy when I'm sitting with the Lord. So if I have something that comes to mind, I can just jot it on there, and it's not it doesn't distract me. Like it's not constantly coming to my mind that I don't want to forget it. I get it on the card. It's good. Um, next then comes my time with the Lord. And now I'm free to have thoughts pop into my head and I have somewhere to put them. But um, I'm, I'm dealing, <clears throat> I'm going to deal with this one separately, my time with the Lord, because it's a huge help in me managing my days. So I'm just moving on from here. So again, I wake up, write my to-do list, have my time with the Lord. After my time with the Lord, from there, I'll do things like empty the dishwasher. We have a cat. Um, she's our poor one remaining pet now, but and she's a sweetie pie. So I take care of like her kitty litter and her food and water. I'll exercise. Exercise is really one that could probably have had its own category, but it's not in this episode because I'm just not really good at it. I'm not as consistent with it as I would like to be, and I could, I'd, I'd love to share much more with it if I was consistent. So basically, I have seasons when I'm in a good season of exercise and seasons that are not so good, and I'm kind of in the middle right now, but <laughs> I continue to keep pushing through because I know how good it is for me, and I know how good it makes me feel. And I also know the importance of things like strength training and HIT training, just that high-intensity interval training is for women in <clears throat> my age category right now. So I'd like to be strong, and I'd like to be able to keep up with those grandkiddos when they come over. So maybe if I do another one of these episodes in the future, I'd, I'll add a little bit more on this one. But now after exercise, I'll eat breakfast. Lately, we do we do pretty much the same kind of breakfast. We'll do eggs or oatmeal or a smoothie, and I love throwing good. St- I love smoothies because they're easy. And I'm a big, um, I'm an almond milk user, so if we do a smoothie, I'll do almond milk and I'll add in protein powder and collagen and greens and berries and some cinnamon to it. Um, Just make it super yummy and and good for us. And then, then I'll shower, I'll make the bed, tidy the bathroom, and I'm pretty much ready for the day. And then from here... When I'm all done with that, I'll, I'll move on to some of my home tasks. Sometimes that's when I like to go into my home cleaning time to give it 30 minutes or so. And then from there, I'll go to my computer, like I'll check email, this, I'll look at the scheduled post for the blog for the day. 
I usually like to do my writing for the podcast in the mornings, um, at least before lunch, which is what I'm doing right now typing this, although I'm recording it now, but when I was typing it, I'm doing it in the mornings as I was writing it. My mind, personally for me, it's just sharpest in the mornings. So all I want to do here with my, my first big step in managing my days here is just encourage you, if you don't have a morning routine or you would like to, or maybe you'd like a little more encouragement or you're in a rut right now, listen in. I have a, a longer episode on this. It's episode 68 called Implementing a Realistic Morning Routine. But that's that's really one of my prime steps in what helps me manage my days, my morning routine. And the number two on my list is my time in the Word or with the Lord. And I know you would think, gosh, Marcy, shouldn't that be first on your list? But really, it's second because it happens as part of my morning routine. And without my morning routine, I'm not sure what would happen with time in the Word or what it would look like. So my time in the Word in this season, because I do change it up a bit, but the basic parts of it stay the same. It's basically reading the Word, prayer, scripture, memory work, and sometimes singing. I'm just not a strong singer, so sometimes I like to just listen um, to worship music or hymns. But So right now, my current daily time with the Lord looks like this. I've gone back to the five-day Bible reading plan. And just so y'all know, I'm raising my hand. I'm a Bible reading plan dropout. I started the two-year Bible reading plan last year. And it just, you know, I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't enjoying it. It just wasn't a good fit for me. I really wanted more New Testament reading. So for this year, I switched back to the reading plan our church family uses, and it's the five-day plan. I really like it because it gives um, two days a week to catch up or to read other parts of God's Word or to just study the Word each week. I like having those two extra days, that cushion built in there. So in my current season and at the start of this year, this is what it looks like. I start my reading time um, with Ligonier's Table Talk magazine. I just read their daily study every day. And from there, this year, I've been utilizing a resource that I am really enjoying. It was part of... um, Truth for Life, they give out um, free resources to their truth partners, and this was one of their resources. I think it was last, I think it was in December of 2022, last month, but it's called Be Thou My Vision by Jonathan Gibson, and basically it takes you through short prayers of adoration, confession, praise to the Lord, intercession. You read through the creeds and the catechisms, and it's really just a liturgy for personal worship. It has a recommended Bible reading plan, but I use my own plan. As I said, I use the five-day-a-week plan now. And again, this Be That My Vision, I don't use it every day, but I use it several days a week. And usually for me, it's when I have a little longer time to sit with the Lord that morning. Like maybe I got up a bit earlier that day and I have extra time. So with, with that resource, so again, I start with Table Talk. I read their daily study. I move to Be Thou My Vision, and within Be Thou My Vision, it has a place for your Bible reading. So that's what what I move to next. I do my Bible reading. I spend time in prayer. I like to pray out loud. um, So that just helps me to focus when I'm speaking to the Lord. So I'll just start praying. And then I do move into the prayers that I have in my PrayerMate app. And um, I'll still, I like to pray those out loud unless somebody's up, like if my hubby's up um, and I'm doing my own time that we're not praying together, then I'll pray silently. Uh, but if my time allots, then I like to work on my scripture memory. I use the Bible memory app. I love, love, love it. It's just super helpful. It just brings, um, what do I call it? It's sort of like the index card way of Bible memory. So it automatically brings 
the ones that I need to be working on, you know, the ones I've already memorized, it brings them up again. So I'm constantly reviewing old verses, adding new verses, building those in my memory. It does all that scheduling for me, so I really like it. Plus, it's on my phone. It's just a great app to have um, on your phone instead of social media. So if you're feeling that urge to hit Facebook, mm -mm, hit that Bible memory app and work on a memory verse. Um, from there, I'll spend some time, if I have time now. So I've kind of gone through my key things here, right? I've I've done my Bible reading. I've pr got time in prayer. I did my scripture memory. Um, I'm trying to, I'm blanking here as I'm talking through that. But from there, if I have time, I'll spend time reading a Christian nonfiction book or some other encouraging read from another Christian book. And, and here is something that I shared with my newsletter subscribers. I shared an image of where I keep all my quiet time resources and a few that I'm working in this year from my reading list. So I may spend a few minutes reading from one of them too. Some of them are shorter devotional, like a prayer book or something. I do like to write in my journal, and sometimes I'll journal out a prayer to the Lord too. So basically what I'm telling you is what I do each morning varies, but I always read the word and pray. <clears throat> Those are the two that are consistent. And then singing has also just been a good part of my morning, and I'm currently using the Hymns of Grace hymnal. I think it's from Grace Community Church, um, John MacArthur's church out in California. They put it together. It's such a great resource. And I also found on Spotify, they have a playlist where they have not all, but they're continuing to add to it, um, the songs from the, the hymnal. So I'll use that Spotify playlist to sing through the hymn book. So I'll kind of pick a hymn a couple times a week and just sing through it. So in the midst of all this, okay, I'll have a couple trips for coffee. I'll stand up and stretch a bit because I'm really, when you're listening to all this, I am sometimes I'm sitting for about an hour or more. Um, sometimes it's less, but usually it's about an hour. So as I transition from there, so as I transition to the next part of my morning routine, so I got up, I made my to-do list. Morning routines was my very first aspect of managing my days. And now second is time with the Lord. And that's part of my morning routine. But then I'm going to move to like cleaning doing the dishwasher, cat litter. I might throw on my headphones and listen to a sermon or podcast. Lately, Truth For Life with Alistair Begg has been one of my favorites on most days. And then before I move to number three on my list, okay? So I want to just take a moment for a quick side note because this is important to remember. As you're listening to this, don't think I get all this done perfectly. I don't. There's a lot that goes undone. I have, because we're going to continue on to a few more. I want you to know this. I have lazy moments. I have sick days. I have days that are unproductive. I have days that uh, I didn't even get to open my Bible. But <clears throat> these various tools and systems that I'm sharing, they help to keep me focused and on task and get me back into a routine quickly when I do have those off days. My most important task always is to remember the most important goal that should encompass everything I do, this thought right, to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. And these systems and, and tools that I'm sharing with you today, these things that help me manage my days, these are things that the Lord has allowed me to incorporate into my life so I can continue to serve and love Him and to serve and love others. So when my day starts focused on Him and my heart is reminded of His goodness to me in the gospel, I am better equipped to love those He's giving me to serve and to serve them well with the hopes always of pointing them to Jesus and and in the midst of all that, when I when I am focused there, I just seem to find myself making better use of my time. So 
that's just me, but usually it's probably pretty true for most of us. Okay, so we had, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna keep track of them all because I didn't write this down. I'm gonna probably forget. So number, number one was my morning routine. Number two was my time with the Lord, and number three is my spiritual priorities. So my spiritual priorities, they really help keep me focused through the days and weeks on areas that are important to me and things that I'd like to accomplish that year. And I've shared more on this in another podcast. I I always feel bad referring you to other episodes, but basically it's there for you if you want a little more on it. You don't need it. I'm going to give you a little glimpse here. But in podcast episode 10 called Spiritual Priorities for the New Year, I walk through them. I also have a helpful resource over at my shop to work through on this. Um, But each year, basically, I review these seven areas where I hope to see growth or change or build relationships or get things done. It's just a way for me to be intentional at the start of the year and how I spend my time. So you might call these goals. I call them spiritual priorities. And really, when I think about this, this is no different than when we're planning, whether we're planning a meal for company or a vacation. If these are important things to us, we're going to take the time to plan ahead. So what I usually do here in with my spiritual priorities is all I do is I carve out a few hours at the beginning of the year. I sit with a cup of coffee either at home or if, if I have the time to do it, I'll go to a local coffee shop and just sit with my Bible and my planner and a pen. And my seven categories are, and these are from a little resource I really recommend. It's called Shopping for Time by Carolyn Mahaney, and I'll link to that in the show notes. But the seven categories that she recommended that I have used for probably over 10 years now are grow in godliness, love my family, serve in the church, fellowship with Christians, evangelize non-Christians, attend to my work, and care for my physical health. So after I kind of look at each of those categories, right, and I write through the things that I'd like to accomplish in each of those, after I've gone through that list of things and I put my little hopes of what I accomplish, I'll kind of relook at the list, I'll simplify it, I'll just write a short list under each of those categories, and I keep it in my planner. And then every month, at the start of a month, I'll kind of ponder what priorities can I work into that month? And and then sometimes I'll review it. I'll give it a good review again every quarter too. Maybe there's things I eliminate or add or whatever that might be, but I'll review it again. So I'm just going to give you a quick example from each category so you can kind of see what it looks like. I go into this a little more extensively in that podcast episode, but this this will give you a pretty good feel. So grow in godliness. One thing I wrote is I wanted to learn more hymns. I don't have a strong hymn background, so I'm using the Hymns of Grace hymnal and working that in my time with the Lord. In Love My Family, um, one thing is we do it. We do a yearly camp for our grandkids each year where they spend a week here in the summer, and I'm working on the theme for the year. And, and really when I'm working through that, what areas in their lives that I can encourage them to come to know more about Jesus? That's my thought in that process. So this is on my list to work on. Because it's really important to me and my husband that we're intentional to point them to Jesus. Um, Serve in the church. So every year, I seem to have the same item on my list. And I have seasons where I'm better and somewhere I'm just not so good at it. But I want to get better at sending notes and cards to church family and especially our seniors. So when I do this, I usually do it on a Sunday afternoon during my weekly planning time. And I'll just try to send out a card or two with a quick note. I'll pray for the person and then I'll mail the card off. And what I did do in my being intentional here is I did set up an area kind of in my kitchen by my desk with cards and stamps and stickers to make it super easy to do. 
um, fellowship with Christians. So my hubby and I usually work on this one together and we keep a running list of those in our church family that we'd like to get over for dinner and we try to work in a couple each month. So evangelize non-Christians. Um, I keep an area in my prayer mate app to pray for those on what I call my impossible list. I take that from Luke eighteen twenty seven, And um, this is just a list of family and friends in my life who don't know Jesus that I continue to pray for opportunities to share with them and for their eyes to be opened. And it's amazing how when we pray for others, how the Lord works, because so often in praying for them, it reminds me to get together with them or give them a call or a text or a note to even ask them how I can pray for them and let them know I am praying for them. Okay, attend to my work. So one item on my list this year is to tackle our basement. We need to remove wallpaper, do a little painting. My wallpaper is dating me very much. It's from the early 90s. Um, so we want to get that done and some painting, and I need to do some decluttering down there. I have a couple pieces of furniture I really don't need that I'd like to get rid of. So th this area has several steps that I'm going to work through over the next few months. And then the last item on my in my categories is care for my physical health. So this one's coming up again. I really want to commit to exercising at least three to four times a week and to set up a workout schedule that's easy to follow or, or put together even a, a YouTube exercise playlist so I don't have to be searching for a workout, but I have options ready to go there. So whether I write out circuits to work through or this video list or both, really, I need to make it simple for me to stick with it. So that was just a quick example of what one what one item in each of my seven areas of spiritual priorities, um, what they look like. And, and some of them I hope to become regular habits in my life, and others are one and done ones like the basement. And again, I have that podcast episode. I'll link to it in the show notes if you want to hear more. So number four on my list of things that are helping me to manage my days is a task management app. So this is a tool that has really become indispensable to me. And, and I called it a task management app, and that sounds like a lot, but it's really just a glorified to-do list. So I use one called Things 3, and it's on and accessible to all my devices, even my Apple Watch, and it helps me to manage my to-do list from anywhere. And basically, um, having a tool to capture all those thoughts and things and ideas and tasks going on in your head is super helpful. And this is what Things 3 does for me. It not only helps me capture these things, but it helps me to get them scheduled. And usually for me, what gets scheduled gets done. And this particular tool, this could be its own podcast episode, but for now, I'll link to some helpful resources if you have more interest in, in utilizing a task management app. There's a lot of app options out there too. My hubby uses Todoist, and I believe Todoist, he uses the free version. And there's one called TickTick. Um, I used to use that one before Things 3. Tim Challies has a really helpful book called Do More Better. That's a helpful resource if you want to work through this too. So my particular app, again, I use Things 3 because I'm an iOS platform, and it works, with my, it works with my iPhone, my iPad, on my desktop, and my Apple Watch. And it all syncs, which I love. So my app is set up with main categories of my life that are on, these are the same, on my desktop and in various other places. So I just have these areas, home, family, work, ministry, and social. I do have a couple others that I added. I have, I have one for travel that I keep separate. It used to sit under family, but I moved it on its own just the way I like it. But it could nest under the family folder. And then I also started another area called gifts, 
because I am so tired. Actually, I have personal on there too. I took that. So let me go again. Home, family, personal work, ministry, and social. So those are my categories. But um, and I'll put all this in the show notes. So don't feel you have to write all that down. I'll get that in there. But I also started a separate area called gifts because I'm tired. I see these good gift ideas and then I forget about them. So I wanted a place to hold onto gift ideas that are great for I don't even know, like if I see something, like the other day, I just saw a book that would be so great for my one granddaughter. So under my gifts category, I put the names of my family members and friends, and then I just have a general area or Christmas. So I can take that book I saw and move it into my granddaughter's um, under her name. So then when I'm looking for her birthday or Christmas or just something special to get her, I have ideas already there that would be perfect for her. So again, just finding stuff that's great for a specific person or a birthday or Christmas Um, I'm just kind of keeping track of unique items that I want to remember. Okay, so that was like a total rabbit trail. But okay, anyways, (laughs) coming back to this task management app. So when I have a task that needs to go on my to-do list, like example, writing this podcast episode. So I'll put down, write podcast episode, 10 things helping me to manage my days. It will go under the category of work. And I'll put the date when I want to start it. And from there, I can determine if I want to repeat it, which I do daily. Um, because, But I can determine how frequently I want to. I do it daily. It's because when I write a podcast episode, I keep them repeating. And then what I do is I put a deadline date when I need it to be finished by or when I need to record it by. I can add a reminder to it. I can flag it for importance. I can put notes under it if there are articles or resources that are a help to me in putting it together too. So if it's a, re- let's look at my morning routine. If it's a repeating task like my morning routine or even a repeating weekly task like menu planning, okay, it pops up on the day I have it scheduled. And when I check it off as done, it's going to pop up again either tomorrow. So my morning routine, once I'm done with it, I'll hit it. It'll pop up tomorrow or the following week, like menu planning. So after I menu plan on Sunday and I click it off, it goes away and it pops up next Sunday. Everything I have to do goes in my Things app, everything. There's even a someday folder for items I'd like to possibly get to one day. So like my basement area, that went into my someday folder and now it came up into my spiritual, and I review that someday folder um, during my weekly planning, definitely at the start of a new year. So that basement came up and it came up into my spiritual priority. So you can, I really could do a whole podcast on this. I'm thinking that through as I'm rambling here with you. But again, all it is, even that someday area, that's just another area to capture items so they're not forgotten. You get this idea that pops in your head and maybe it's nothing you need to do right now. Throw it in your someday area and your things up and it's there and it's off your mind and you don't have to think about it. So again, in my things app on my phone or tablet or desktop, I can also see in it my daily calendar because I linked my calendar with it along with my tasks for the day. So I really like the flexibility to move tasks around easily. And I can see my calendar again at the same time so I know what are better days to schedule various tasks on. I can see that if we are, I don't even know, like we're having company for dinner that night, that's probably not going to be the day I'm going to start painting a room or whatever that might be. So at the start of each day, Again, I said this before I even begin my time with the Lord. I take, I have these little three by five note cards that go, which way would that be? Vertical, I guess. And they have little check boxes. They're super cute note cards. I'll link to them because they're my favorite. You don't need them. You could just use a three by five card. But 
for me at the start of each day before I begin my time with the Lord, I take one of those note cards and I'll look at my Things app and then I'll write down on my Things app all the things that are on it for that day. And then this way, I don't, I don't need to be looking at my phone throughout the day. And I have an easy list to take with me, toss it in my purse or just move it on. I usually keep it on the kitchen counter and I can cross things off. I can make other notes on it if, if, if it's needed. I can... um. I can even, because I have my Apple Watch, I can utilize things on my Apple Watch to cross things or make notes too. I really do like the convenience of being able to add a task to my list by just talking into my watch. That's one of the cool things of technology I personally love. So at the end of the day now, I've had that physical list. So at the end of the day, I'll look at my physical list that I wrote on my note card and I'll check it out. I'll have my app open. I'll update my app for the next day. I'll look at it again. I'll check off the done items. I'll look at what didn't get done. I might move it to the next day or another day. And then I'm kind of all ready for that next day. I could write my to-do list right then, but I just I just don't. I don't know why. I feel like it's just fresher for me if I would do it in the morning. But again, you could do it right then. There are some great resources out there that are explaining the benefits and how to use a task management app so much better than I'm doing right now and so much more complete. I'll link to some helpful resources in the post if this is an interest to you. But my friend Reagan at Redeeming Productivity, he has a very helpful course called, he's, it's called To-Do List Done Right, and it was a huge help to me in this area. So if it's an interest to you, this is what I want to tell you. If this interests you, if you're like, you know, I think I'd like to try a task management app. So whether it's Todoist or Things 3 or TickTick or whatever it might be, the best way is to just pick an app, start with it, download it, get it on your phone or devices and start using it one day at a time. And then you're going to determine a system that works best for you. So I really appreciate this quote from Tim Challies from his book, Do More Better. And I'm going to, I just want to read this to you because it's, it's really good. He says, ultimately a strong system of productivity isn't necessarily meant to help you do more, but to ease your mind, to calm your heart, to allow you to have confidence that your system is good enough perfected enough, robust enough to grant you the joy of forgetting what you need to remember. He says, whether you learn that system through, quote, our time here, and he's talking about in his book, or through one of a hundred other worthy books, I highly recommend creating some kind of a system, a system that fits your personality, a system that suits your life, a system that puts your mind at rest. You will know that system is where you need it to be when you trust it enough that you can forget what you need to remember, confident that the system will remember it for you, end quote there. So that for me is what my task management app does, along with some other systems in there too. But for the most part, that's what that app does for me. And again, I use Things 3. It's an iOS app, but TickTick and Todoist are really some other good ones. Okay, so that was a long one for number four. The rest aren't so long. Number five is menu plan. Okay, y'all knew that menu plan would be on this list of what helps me manage my days. And my menu planning is really easy. You do not need to purchase my course. Obviously, I'd love you to because it helps support me here, but you do not have to do that. I think it's a pretty helpful one. You can start this system very, very simply. This is why this is what you need to do. You just need to sit down and make a list of all your family favorites and top meals and you could do it for just dinner, but I personally would do it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You could even make a favorite snack list, a favorite dessert list, and even a list of your favorite meals to serve to company that are your favorites and your ones that you are really good at. So from those lists, you can just begin to meal plan each week. That's it. I and you'll you know you'll keep adding to those lists as you try new recipes. You can add those to those lists, but then you've got your 
You've got the meals you love to cook, the meals your family loves, and they're all in one place, right? So I meal plan on Sunday evenings because I usually grocery shop on Mondays, but you can do this however you want. I'm a weekly meal planner. You can do it each morning when you wake up before you go to bed for the next day. You could do just several days at a time. You could do it weekly, bi-weekly, or you could plan out the whole month. Again, weekly works best for me because I can seem to get rid of leftovers easier. It is amazing to me how easy it is. I've, this has been my favorite way to get rid of leftovers. And again, it's just my hubby and I, so I don't have, I'm not dealing with picky eaters or anything, but how easy it is to throw our leftovers over some, just a, a bowl of rice or some salad greens and it makes a whole new meal out of them. We love doing this and we love pulling other items of the fridge that maybe we can add to it that are fun and throw in various seasons or dressings to just kind of take it up a notch. We love to do that. So, but my specific time savers in this area of meal planning that help me are using my favorite meals list and just planning my meals out each week. Really simple. And I do want to say this. We don't always stick to the plan. Things change, right? We may end up going out or having someone over, or maybe we just feel like ordering pizza. But I do like having the plan, and it really does save time and money and not having to think so much about food every day. So my line is always, there's no more wondering what's for dinner. So I do have a free weekly menu planning PDF that you can print out and write your menu on, stick it on your fridge, and I have that in the free library resources at the blog. So number six is another app and it's called AnyList. And it's just a tool that kind of goes along to some degree with my meal planning, but it helps me to keep any, I use AnyList. It helps me to keep track of my groceries needed and any other list that I want to put on it. So for example, I have I have a list named grocery and then I have another list called Costco. And I put in there items that come to mind that I need to pick up next time I'm at Costco so I don't have to think about it. I even keep what's called a travel grocery list of our favorites items that we pick up when we're staying at maybe an Airbnb or something. I have a a, a list titled supplements where I list all the supplements that we currently use. I even have made lists in any list because I love lists. You know that already if you've been here with me anytime. But I have a list called salad bar dinner where I list down all the things I like to have if we have are having salad bar for dinner or a charcuterie board or a taco night so I don't have to remember what I like to serve with it. And not only, I also keep, not only do I have that, that travel groceries list, I also have a list of my favorite simple travel meal ideas too. If we are staying at a VRBO or something, I'll have things, simple reminders for me like soup and sandwich or rotisserie chicken salad and fruit or pasta and salad or I have lists of various sheet pan meals we love. I travel with my own sheet pan when we go to these places, especially if we're traveling by car. Not so much if I'm taking a suitcase on an airplane, but so there are tons of lists app like this out there I just started with AnyList. I stuck with it. Again, it works well with my Apple Watch. I can just hit the app button on my watch and speak into it and then add an item to my grocery list. But it also, what I love about it is it works with Alexa too. Seriously, there's nothing like cooking dinner, realizing you need to add an item to your grocery list. Your hands are all messy. And all you have to say is, Alexa, add chili powder to my grocery list. I really like that. I I don't usually shop from the app as much as I love my apps, I'm still a pen and paper girl, but it, it it is more of keeping track for me of items I need. So when 
So example, when, when I weekly menu plan and I start making out my grocery list, I'll check my AnyList app to see what, what other items that have accumulated on there that I need to add to the list. Okay, so number seven, we're working through this, is my book list. I shared my book list on a post at the beginning of the year, um, or it could have been my last blog post of the year, but whatever, nevertheless. This is so helpful because when I make a book list, instead of wondering what to do next or what to listen to by audiobook, I already have a list to choose from and I'm being intentional in it, which I really like that. So for my reading choices this year, I used the G3 Ministries Reading Challenge and I mixed and matched their categories from this year's challenge and from their 2022 challenge. I had a little bit of fun with it. I determined though, this was big for me, I determined to only choose books I already owned, either physical books or Kindle ones. And I even had some in my Audible already that worked that I've been sitting there that I've never listened to yet. So what I did that helped me manage this particular area is I put all the physical books in a pile in my home library. So they're there to choose from. I, in my Kindle app, I made a collection folder entitled it 2023 and only put the books in it I hope to read this year. And then I also, on, in the Audible app, I use Audible for my audiobooks. You can make a collection and I did the same thing. I made a 2023 collection in my Audible app. So now I can see what physical books, Kindle books, and Audible books I have to choose from when I'm ready to move to the next one. So I always have, basically for me, I always have a book going on my Kindle I always have a physical book going, and I always have one I'm listening to on Audible. So, and again, just for the record, just so you know, as I was putting this episode together, I was still finishing books from last year, so I'm already behind on this, but at least my options are limited when it's time to choose my first reads and listens for the new year, and I'll link that to the show notes. I'll even link to the list of um, my books that I'm doing for 2023, so you can check it out. Okay, number eight is a real simple tool we probably most of us use already, but it's Google Calendar, but I'm calling number eight Google Shared Calendar because this next tool, it helps many of us obviously manage our days well, just Google Calendar alone. And and just having my calendar to make sure all events and appointments are on it is really huge for me. And But for me, adding in, being able to share calendars with my husband and my daughter and my son has been so helpful for us as a family We can always see what the other family member has going on. It helps me in knowing things like, when can I get the family over for dinner? What's a good day? Or when's a good day to check and see if I can get my grandkiddos here for a sleepover? It helps me to see my husband's work schedule and when he has plans for overnight trips or customers or suppliers in town or when he's gone for dinner or lunch. He can see my calendar when I'm gone or I'm meeting with someone so he knows if he's on the road traveling that week, he's like, hey, she's having lunch with somebody, so I'll call her later. I'm so grateful for this calendar option. It's it's a help for me even when I'm menu planning for the week. It's super helpful. I also appreciate being able to set reminders so my calendar notifies me of something I don't want to forget. Like maybe, I don't even know, an appointment that's kind of an odd one on it that I wouldn't normally remember. I've also been trying to get better at remembering birthdays. I'm so bad at this. So I've been setting reminders for three days before someone's birthday. I like that I can add in an address and notes into any event. So when we're heading to a play or show, all that information is in my calendar app. And then if it's a shared event, even, you know, if it's in, because what we do is we, we have a shared family calendar, but then we share all our personal calendars. So it's really kind of neat. So shared calendar 
And really just making good use of the Google Calendar app, it's really a great way to help you manage your days. If you don't use the shared calendar yet and you use Google Calendar and it's an interest to you, just do a search for how to make it work with your devices. And if I find some helpful links, I'll share them in the show notes too. Okay, number nine is my weekly meeting with my hubby. So our weekly meeting really is one of my favorite times of the week. We always are encouraging any couples that we are working with or talk to to do this. My Doug and I just take a few minutes sometime after we get home from church on Sunday and we sit with a cup of tea or coffee and look at the week and even the weeks ahead. We see what's coming up on our calendars. We can see if we look ahead, if we have really too much scheduled for a week ahead. I can see if he has an upcoming trip for work that I'm able to tag along with him. And then we can take this time to plan dinners or get-togethers with church family and, and friends and time with family. We'll review any upcoming trips or events that we have. I know how much it is a help to us even in our empty nest season. So I know families with kiddos at home, this would be a huge help to coordinate and go over your schedules together. Number 10 on my list is my cleaning schedule. It's my very simple cleaning schedule. Basically every day, I just try to clean a little bit in each room or rooms in my home. Sometimes I combine some rooms, especially my smaller rooms are easier ones to clean. And some days this works better than others, but I do keep cleaning supplies handy under each bathroom sink, under the kitchen sink, and then the rest are in a closet in a hallway on my main living area. And having them organized and on hand, that's a huge help in the care of your home. But, but I basically put together a relaxed cleaning schedule for my home, and I have a free download for it available at the blog. I'll link to it, but I I do want to share a bit more how I use this schedule and how it helps me in managing the care of my home and my days. I have a helpful podcast episode that walks through this a lot lot better than I'm going to give you here today. It's episode 126. It's my simple daily and weekly cleaning schedule, but let me just walk you through one day of it, all right? So Tuesday is my kitchen day. And for me personally, I throw into that my pantry. Sometimes I'll even throw my laundry room into that too. Not always, but sometimes I do because they're smaller rooms. Um, And actually, I think I have laundry room on my cleaning schedule on Friday, but it it just works well with my kitchen. So I'm not going to, I don't need to talk anymore about that, but basically I'm going to do that. So let's say, let's just say, I really only have 30 minutes to devote to cleaning my kitchen when Tuesday rolls around. So I'll do my morning routine. And then the next thing I'll do is I'll probably have my headphones in, I'll be listening to a podcast, and I'll start cleaning my kitchen in that time period I have. I can get through most of it in that 30 minutes, but if my time is limited, I may do things like just give the countertops and appliances a wipe down, I may check the condition of my garbage can, I may give the sink a scrub, and I might vacuum, and maybe I'll just mop the floor in the main traffic areas. And then next week, I'll think about that, I'll try to mop the whole floor. And then at dinner that day, so I did that in the morning, and then at dinner that day, I might clean out the fridge after dinner since I'm already doing dishes and in the kitchen. And I have kitchen cleaning on my calendar on Tuesday because our garbage pickup is Wednesday, so it's a great day for me to check the fridge for anything that might need to make it to the garbage can. And if I have a few minutes, I may, after dinner that night, wipe down the kitchen chairs. And then since, for me that day, my pantry and laundry room are kind of getting tagged on my list for Tuesday... I might just wipe down my washer and dryer while I'm in there, while I'm switching a load of clothes during the day. And and then also when I vacuumed the kitchen, since I already had the vacuum out, 
I'd probably just vacuum the pantry and the laundry room too, in addition to the kitchen, because it would only take me a couple extra minutes. And again, none of that took very much time, but it all helped in the care of my home. And for me, if I get nothing else done in a room or rooms that day, so let's just say I had no time to clean, the day just went haywire, I'll try to give the room a quick tidy before I go to bed or or sometime even earlier in the day if it worked out because it's amazing what a quick tidy does. Just putting things away or fluffing pillows or clearing off counters or end tables, it makes a huge difference. And the more you keep up with a regular cleaning schedule, knowing that if you didn't get to a room this week, maybe you got in a quick tidy, but maybe not. You know that that room is coming again on the schedule next week and you may even be able to allot a little extra time to it even. But if you do a little bit every day and you continue to declutter and organize and keep things tidy, it's really amazing how much easier it is to clean your home. And continue, I know I've encouraged this a lot, but continue to teach your kiddos to put things away and take the time to help them to keep their rooms and their things in order so they're able to put things away, that they have a place to hang their coat and put their shoes. And if you're putting laundry on their bed, that they have a place to put it away, that things are tidy and there's a place for things. Your home is easier to maintain. It actually looks clean when it's tidy and has order, even if it's not perfectly dusted or cleaned, okay? No one's really looking at your dust on your floors like you are. But having um, just a simple cleaning schedule for your home, and again, you can even just use my principle as a guide and you can make your own from it, whatever works for your home. But I do try really hard to not clean on the weekends. Things will get tidied because there's always things to do, but I try not to be mopping floors or dusting on the weekends if I don't have to. My cleaning, I try because I am home during the day. I try to um, to get it done during the week so we can have our weekends as family time. Okay, so those were 10 things that helped me manage my day. And let me skim through them here with you, and I'm going to have to skim and look through them. So I had right my morning routine. I had my time with the Lord. I had my spiritual priorities. I had my menu planning. I had my my any list tool. I had my things three, my task management. Um, I had my book list. I had my Google shared calendar and I had my weekly meeting with my hubby and my cleaning schedule. I know it sounds like a lot, but it's really not a lot. It's not a lot by any means. Um, So there's a lot of things that I just talked through that seem like a lot, but they really weren't because they just sort of happen. And there's a lot of things I didn't talk through. I didn't talk through like, how do I really plan my week? And do, you know, I have an evening routine and even the importance of sleep or decluttering. There's more. My mind is drawing a blank right now. But I do want to share one item that can be a hindrance or a challenge to us as homemakers in managing and being productive with our time. And it's distractions. I know as wives and mothers and homemakers, we are always available to everyone. And this could be a hard one at times for me in figuring out how to manage my days because I can start with this great plan and I think I'm going to be productive and my day goes nothing how I planned it. But, and this is a big reminder to us all, my day went as God desired it to go. I do know it can be hard as a wife and mom to plan your days because your time is so at the disposal of everyone else. Moms are usually found taking care of the needs of others, and so often it means that your agenda for the day gets set aside as you're meeting the needs of your family and others. And and honestly, this is probably the biggest struggle for me in managing my days. I, I get up and I think that I'm just going to get through my task list for the day. 
And maybe I check off one item, but I was busy all day with so many other things that came up that needed tended to. So as a full-time homemaker, you're really on 24-7, right? We have things we'd like to get accomplished, but many times it gets set on the back burner when, when there's more important or different items took priority. And I think this can be a struggle with how to have structure to your day, to, to accomplish the tasks and chores that really do need tended to. So I do want to encourage you first of how helpful a good morning routine is in starting your day. And, and that's an area I always encourage. And even for you mamas with littles, if it's only 15 minutes that you can get time in the word and prayer, but to really prioritize how you spend time with the Lord in the morning first thing if possible. And I always re- want to remind you, I know it is not a lot to spend time with the Lord first thing in the morning. But I know personally how it helps to direct my thoughts and attitudes to have a heavenly perspective and how that shapes my priorities and my responses and my reactions and my attitudes through the day, okay? So whatever the, quote, interruption that happens, I need to see it not as an interruption, but as an appointment from the Lord. My, my life is not my own, but it's God's and he ordains my days. I have to remind myself so often that God appoints our portion So one area I do like to encourage is if you're struggling with managing your days or having focused, productive days, try to prioritize time with the Lord first thing. Time in the Word and prayer, even taking a few minutes to truly meditate or think deeply on what you've read. And then before you get your day started, take a minute or two to pray over your to-do list. Seek the Lord's help and reminding you He establishes your steps. We seem at times to forget who, capital A, capital W there, who plans our days and who allows our moments in our days that we might, who allows, I should say, those moments in our days that that we might consider interruptions. They weren't accidents or interruptions, but they were appointed by God for our good. Always thinking Romans 8, 28 there. These interruptions aren't taking us away from the real work because they are the real work the Lord desires for us to accomplish. We can miss at times the work that God's given us when we think that the important work, that it's not changing diapers or washing dishes. Our children, they are not an interruption to our work. They are the important work. My home and the upkeep of it, though, it's, it's not unimportant. It, too, is an area that God has given me stewardship over, and he desires me to care well for it and those inside of it. We are never going to finish everything we think needs to be done in a day or even in our lifetime, right? But we're going to finish the work the Lord has ordained for our days. We're going to have days that seem like chaos and so many things are on our to-do list that were left unfinished. But maybe, maybe that was the day we spent ministering to a friend on the phone. Maybe that was the day we spent an hour in prayer over a broken relationship. Or maybe that was the day we needed to make dinner for a family in need or spend more time in the Word. We don't want productivity to be just an end goal and miss the higher goal the Lord has in mind, our sanctification. Jesus lived a very short life, but eternally, but a very eternally productive life. And he stated to his father, I finished the work you gave me to do. So my friend, those moments or those days that seem mundane or not very spiritual, spiritual are the work the Lord has given us. The Bible doesn't tell us to be the one who gets the most things done but it does tell us to redeem the time that we've been given. And we do that by making the best use of our time. And as we live in obedience to God, we're going to get things done because the work is given by God. 
So how I always end, I want to end again today because truly Jesus is enough always. I'm so grateful for your time today, my friend. I know this was a longer one. The full show notes and all those links I talked about are over at the blog at thankfulhomemaker.com. And if I shared something and missed it in the show notes and you can't find it, always, always shoot me a message or write a comment under wherever you see this post in social media, tag me in it, and I'll, I'll get it to you. Um, If you're not already a blog subscriber, I so love it. If you join our little community over at Thankful Homemaker, um, there's over 10,000 subscribers now. So come be part of it. You get access to free printables in the library, like the cleaning schedule I mentioned or the weekly menu planning PDF. But there's so many others like time with the Lord and um, just other things. And you also get my bi-monthly newsletter that usually has a devotional, resources, recommendations. You can subscribe at thankfulhomemaker.com backslash free dash library or I'll link to that in the show notes. You don't have to remember that. I'm so grateful for you, my friend, and I do pray you have a very blessed week. 